ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. About to share this episode thanks to these fine companies I depend on in the field. Game Changer Calls. The GC was designed with all hunting callers in mind. Though elk is the intended target, the unique size is a game-changing tool for turkey and coyote callers as well. It is not designed to replace your tube or open reads, but rather to complement the caller's repertoire in the field. Vortex Optics. Proudly made in the USA, Hoffman Boots. If you're heading to the backcountry and you need some meals that won't bog you down, check out SasquatchFuel.com. 100% compostable packaging was designed to combat litter in the backcountry. For more information on conservation in action, head over to SasquatchFuel.com. Titanium Archery Products. Dedicated archers deserve truly unique products that provide all the performance attributes that they demand, and that's exactly what TAP delivers. For more brands we run and trust, jump on westerncontours.com partners page. Look for the code Western Contours and save a few dollars off your order. Hey guys, here we go. Another episode from Western Hunting Conservation Expo 2020. Live from the initial ascent booth at the Mountain Dew table with Jeff Moran. Enjoy the episode. Much man, been, uh, that's a terrible handshake. <laughs> Let's figure this out. Been, uh, so I said it before, yeah, it's been a crazy year, right? Jeff, Jeff was my first guest on the podcast. Um, I think we did it in December of 2018. What are we talking about? Yeah. yeah, December of 2018. Um, so it's been kind of a whirlwind year for me at the podcast and get to sit down here with you again. Um, and you've had a Freaking crazy ass here, man. Oh. If we, uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> we're gonna talk about it all. Oh, we're not gonna talk about it all. <laughs> so if we, we get uh, into it, it's a little no, bit trippy. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you on something, so you might have to flip <laughs> me off or something. But so, I've had people, several people, over you know, the course of the year after our, our episode, you know, ask when we're gonna do it again and whatnot. And uh, so yeah, just let's hit them with it, man. Um, 
kind of give us a recap of the year. The hunting season was uh, was phenomenal. Yeah. By all the pictures we're surrounded, uh, amazing bull. But you've been you've been after it, man. It's um, yeah. I mean, give or take. Let's put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. It, there was a lot of take in the last year. So it, yeah, since we we started, well, originally it was built to hunt. If right. you remember right back then, yeah. and then we had. We had some issues that we had to make changes, and so now it's built for the hunt, builtforthehunt.com. So, like, I, it's basically the uh, the bodybuilding.com version of for the outdoor industry. So we've added, shoot, we've added a number of different companies. Um, we're bringing major companies from the fitness side into the hunting industry. There's some guys out of Boise that that run um, some major stuff that that uh, are, are coming on board. But I think back then I was living in Nashville, Tennessee, and and uh, life has kind of been a little bit crazy, like you said. And, I, and now we're we're out in Boise, Idaho, so uh, which is where I grew up. And I was always a uh, a resident there, and I go back and forth and everything. But now we're <clears throat> full time back in Idaho after 15 years away. It's uh, I got my whole traveling and everything done out of the way nice, for years. Nice but, to uh, be home. Uh, sometimes. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's different. But no, we, so yeah, it's uh, it was a crazy year from the company standpoint. We did a number of different film taunts. Um, we, so we started pushing that side of things and, and got involved with some other like fitness challenges and archery shoots and stuff like that. And uh, spent a year like focusing on like from in, an in shape standpoint, I knew that I was gonna go into the, the nasty, worst parts of that you could ever imagine Idaho on an elk hunt and I knew we were going to film it and it turned out great we uh the film we'll find out in a few days if it's going to go into full draw film tour so you guys can watch it on uh the big screen which would be nice but yeah we're in the initial ascent booth and which is the pack company and we we had a opening morning of archery mule deer in Idaho one of my guys put down a 197 inch mule deer buck all in velvet they thought he was just a typical mainframe four and when they walked up to him, they were kind of shocked. <laughs> I would be so, but yeah, I don't know. It's been a whirlwind. So it was good to know that you were going to be down here at this expo yeah, and, and uh, catch up with you. And I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We have we have so many things coming up that I don't know. I don't know what day it is most of the time. So, so you guys just finished up uh, the expo in in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. So we were out at the NRA show out in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It's called the Great American Outdoor Show. And that is uh, that is a crazy expo because there's I think about 250,000 people or something like that come through that and uh, yeah we were swamped the whole time and it it was good to actually well when you have social media and everything else or, or you're doing these podcasts it's it's one thing to do them and you're sitting at home or you're sitting in the office and you kind of you know that you reach a number of people out there, but you don't actually know till you get out there. So when I get out to Harrisburg, which I actually used to live in Lancaster, which is close by, and uh, I get out there to Harrisburg, and then I got people stopping me in the hallway because they know who I am. They say they've been, they've listened to podcasts. They, they jump on, they order from us, or they've been involved with the company, whether for one thing or another. It's kind of a, it's a little bit humbling in the fact that like I never, I never dreamed that things would start to grow, and and I mean really I never imagine myself doing this kind of stuff so when you get out there and you meet people 2,000 3,000 miles away or you meet people in other countries that know who you are it's kind of I don't know it, it is humbling to, to know that people look up to you and and are Respect inspired by stuff yeah. yeah inspired by some of the stuff that you do and and I'm really big on the whole 
the public land DIY front. And I know a lot of people in the industry aren't necessarily, they don't follow that as much. And, but I, that's just the way I grew up. And so I don't want any help. I don't, I just, I train, I learn about the animals. I learn where I'm going. I study everything and, and, uh, yeah, I work my ass off. Let's put it that way. It's it's not skill. I promise you that. But a lot of it is is just that grit, and determination, and and wanting to stick to it. So I'm going to step you back a little bit. What's that? The impact that that built for the hunt has had, right? Because not everybody is into fitness. Fitness facilitates hunting to a point, especially your style of hunting. And there's gotta be a level of impact that you've had in people making better choices to get in shape that they've had to reach out. I can't imagine that the impact you guys have had and the growth that you've had over the last year that you haven't seen that, how does that affect you more than people knowing just who Jeff Moran is? You know, it, it's kind of interesting because a lot of people, well, when it comes to supplements and everything like that, everybody's looking for a quick fix on a diet or anything else. And when they when they ask us about supplements, they, they say, okay, what's going to do this for me? And the, my first question to everybody always is, well, what's your diet? What, what are you doing in that side? And, and I've had people ask me if it's going to be, if they're going to benefit more from a better like nutrition plan or going to the gym 10 days a week or 10 times a week. And uh, I wish there was 10 days in a week. That would help. <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't. We'd still be stuck with it. It'd be like, you know, eight and two. <laughs> right. Um, and so when I tell them it's nutrition over working out all the time, people are kind of blown away from that standpoint. And then then actually sitting down and and working with people like one-on-one and making sure that, that they're getting the nutrition that they need from a whole food side. Because a lot of these times you'll you'll see from supplements or other people in the industry, they want to pitch you and sell you on everything else. And I said, well, okay, well that's secondary. We need to go and evaluate everything else. And, and you know, when people come to me and they say, you know what, because of you, like I've lost 30 pounds or whatever, I'm doing better in a hunt, or I've made it back. I've always wanted to go over way back there to go hunting. And, you know, I start following you and I'd like, you're more real and, and, um, you don't seem to, to fall into the fake social media type stuff. And, and I inspired them to lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds. Or uh, I remember taking a guy on an elk hunt some years back, he lost like 70 pounds. And that's kind of, that's, yeah, that's probably more humbling than just the reach. That's a driver, right? I yeah, mean, that's because it, be a it makes you feel like, yeah, I mean, if people know who you are from social media, that's cool. But if you're actually inspiring somebody to change their life, um, because fitness and everything is not just a, it's not just some like if people say, I want to get in shape for my wedding or something like that. You know, as soon as that's over, they're going to bloom uh, back short out. Term. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's short term and that's, and that's a struggle, right? I've been in that struggle and it's this roller coaster yeah. ride, right? And, and, and it's always like, like you're saying, you're dedicating to something you're dedicating to, you know, September 15th through 27th or something for right. a hunt or that wedding day. And it doesn't, you just you fall backwards and it's a done deal. Yeah. Your, my goal is primarily when I when I work with people is to make sure that it's like a lifestyle thing. It's not just a quick fix. It's not, now, yes, I mean, obviously you wanna be in shape for any sort of hunt that you're going on. If it's a big, big time deal to you, but it's, we try and preach the lifestyle thing of it because that's, that's what's going to make the long-term advantage for each individual person. It's not gonna be 
yeah, you might have a great hunt, but then if you just fall back into your old patterns, it's, what did it do for you? So, and it, and it goes all the way into like tree stand hunting. It goes into bird hunting. It goes into everything else. I mean, shoot the initials. Some guys, they have the, the, the decoy bag. bag. Yeah. And you know, when I start talking to guys down in the South, they, uh, they're like, yeah, we, we trek in like mile, mile and a half in the swamps and we go shoot ducks. And it's like, and we work with all sorts of people for whatever they're doing. So, um, I don't know. It, that's probably, yeah. When, when people come to me and they tell me like they're inspired by something that I do or these hunts that I do and, and they go out and go out of their way to help change their life. And some of them, when, especially when it's a family, if, uh, if the husband, he starts doing things this way or the wife or something like that, then the whole family gets involved. That's a big one. Um, so I, I'm happy about that stuff. It, that's one of those things that you don't, most people don't see it. Most people aren't going to realize Well, that's why it. I'm bringing it up too, right? I, you know, and I, and I follow you guys and I watch and, and I have enough people that reach out to me about our podcast that, that have said that, man, you know, when are you guys going to do it again? That, you know, that dude is motivation. Um, you know, I started doing X, Y, and Z and I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call him out. He might be mad at me, but I uh, Kurt Easter. <laughs> I saw, I met Kurt the other day for the first time. No way. Yeah. He was up there in Harrisburg. No, so, Kurt's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. No. So Kurt's another one, right? It, when, when you posted that and I po- reposted and, uh, he was like, oh man, my, my two, uh, favorite, uh, social media personalities. And I'm like, whoa, bro. Yeah. He said, no, he said celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, let's stop this. I'm not trying to be no celebrity. But, uh, uh but it's, it's, it's folks like that, right. That you're able to reach. And that's, you know, that's the reason I bring that up because it's not, it's not just let me push a supplement on you, yeah. right? And, and I think that that's important that people understand that and you're looking at a bigger picture um, for your brand, for yourself, um, than just pushing a supplement. Right. And as we as we grow, we're, we're looking to launch like a major headquarters out in the Boise area and trying to host different events. But like, I'm not trying to host like a, I don't know, like a movie night or something. I mean, yeah, we'll probably have that kind of stuff, but I know we've looked at like, cooking events, uh, wild game type stuff that, that we're going to, we want people to understand that, that yeah, what we sell and everything is, is going to help you, but we need, we need to make it bigger and, and expand out into it and, and the finding the motivation, the dedication for like cooking and that sort of stuff. And actually when we get into like hunting in general, from that standpoint, uh, on when I go into the backcountry hunts, it's a mental game and when you start going to the gym more and when you're focusing on like the meals that you're cooking and everything and making sure that everything's right like each time that you do that is another like Not that's, well, that's progress into yeah. the mental Absolutely. side of it and then when you get on the mountain everything is so much easier and that's probably the one thing because i'm not always in the best shape when i go on a hunt i'll, I'll be honest sometimes i well, this last year, even when I went on my hunt, I was not in the best shape because life had kind of beaten me up a little bit. And uh, but if you can if you can follow those steps all the year or year round, like it's just going to increase your your strength on the mental side. And and people don't realize it. That's kind of one of those like subliminal messaging type things. You know what I've been doing is uh, the last four or five weeks that I'm totally seeing that mountain side of it is freaking yoga, dude. <laughs> you know, oh, I, that's funny you brought that up. So um, somebody, I, I met somebody at the Harrisburg show that lives out in Wyoming and she has like a, she's gonna try and do like a fitness retreat thing this summer. Um, 
that is she's a big yoga advocate oh. and i don't know if your wife's over there like yep Dude. No, my back is bad. I don't know if I could do. People get. I tried yoga like one time, and I they kept telling me like straighten my back out. I couldn't do it because here's just not what, what's nice about it is your practice is your practice. So it doesn't matter where you're at. That's just your place in it, and you progress from your place. The hardest part I find, or have found, is we're used to going out and being just getting into it, getting sweaty, getting gritty. And it's like going to the gym, right? It's it's the same attitude on the mountain. When you go into yoga, you have to reel yourself in like you do on the mountain and humble yourself a bunch. It's the only thing that I've ever, that I can relate to the mountain. Lifting weights doesn't do it. Running doesn't do it. Hiking doesn't do it. Yoga somehow does it. So... You know, if I'm going to be an advocate for yoga here, we're going to talk about yoga. Um, I would say one of the things that I preach a lot about, like mountain hunting and stuff like that, is going to be balance. Oh, yeah. Being able to, because when you're walking on rough terrain or anything, or if you're packing that stuff out, it anything shifts left or right, you're in trouble. Your knees, your ankles, everything else. So if you're going to be able to do half of the stuff that they do in a yoga studio that's going to be it and I, I actually I've worked with somebody this year towards like July June or July we're gonna we're gonna roll out like a just a fitness plan that's mostly balance based because people don't realize how important that is it's balancing your core which are the two things you're gonna really tax out there yeah, yeah. Uh, out on a well they're, you're gonna tax out there but yoga is gonna hurt <laughs> i think too with with the yoga there's a there's a taxation if you will on the cns right and i don't think a, a lot of us as hunters we pay attention to that central nervous system and and complicating things in that for that adaptability on the mountain and that's one of the things that i've noticed with it is again the challenge in yoga i can relate it totally to the mountain man I'm telling you. It, you guys are going to make me do yoga? Now. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Wait till my Instagram gets a hold of this one. <laughs> um, so another thing I want to talk about, and you can tell me to shut the hell up, nah. is uh, you've been doing a lot more story type posts, right? And for the lack of a better word, rants on certain topics. Um, some, are, some are like, Jeff, what the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a, which rant are you talking about now? So, I do a lot of them. Um, <laughs> But some, I mean, some of them are, are, are pretty pointed, right? And it's and it's things that are, you know, maybe in your heart, you know, or, or bugging you. Um, so where is that? Is that stemming from anything, or is that just something with with how crazy the year has been, and and reflection that's bringing that stuff out? Oh man, it depends on the post, really. <laughs> um, See, what are you talking about? Like the Valentine's Day post? That I, well, just you got, did? I mean, dude, it's all over. I got the Valentine's Day post. That was actually a pretty good one, right? That there's right? some points in that. I mean, uh, we're lazy. Men are lazy sometimes. Yeah, be we can be. I'm lazy too, so yeah. uh, at times. <laughs> I don't even know if it's lazy. I think we, we tend to, at some point, take our our wives or our girlfriends or whatever a little bit for granted when it comes to, you know, what we want to do. Uh, it, yes. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Man, there's so, some laziness involved. Part, yeah, part of it's lazy. Part of it is um, routine. We just get complacent. Yeah. And uh, But, I mean, that's not even necessarily it. So I did, like, the Man Under Construction podcast, and primarily it was digging into, like, I mean, you could say men are weak from a standpoint. They're, they're, the society now is, like, making us, I don't know, 
you could call it lazy, you could call it just not willing to put in the effort or anything like that. And you could go into the millennial type talk. Um, and so, yeah, some of it is personal experience and some of the things that I've gone through in life and where I've had to like dive into myself and who I am as a human being and, and why am I doing, I mean, it even goes as far as like, why am I doing what I'm doing as far as the company goes? Um, fitness wise, like I never imagined having as many followers or reaching the people that I did. Like, shoot, I never could, I couldn't even talk to people 10 years ago. And here I am a guest on podcasts and doing TV interviews and stuff like that. But, um, it, you know, it, there's, I've had a large number of my following would, would reach out to me and ask for my opinions on different topics. And I've had conversations with people in church to daily life about like, what do I feel on this topic and this topic? And then when I started to talk about it, there was a huge feedback that came back like on the positive side. They wanted to hear more of my opinion and stuff like that because there are people that probably should hear it. And, and it may not be my opinion or it may not be something that I'm facing currently in life, but it might be something that I see with friends of mine or anything else. And I feel like if it's good, if, if I'm going through it or somebody close to me is going through it, then there's other people that can probably right. use it. Benefit from and, it. And it, I've had some really rough and hard times, to be honest with you, and a lot of my life, actually. And it's not easy to get through some of that stuff. And so if there's somebody out there that that has been through it or you have opinions or some way to help somebody, then you can do it. Um, and even so I did that one post. That one was kind of unique that where I asked people to tag somebody that they care about. I mean, this is stepping outside the box for sure, but... I asked them to tag somebody that they care about and just to kind of show general appreciation. And I probably had like a couple, I think there was a couple hundred comments in a few, a couple hours maybe of somebody tagging somebody. And then those people would come back and they were so, they would read the post and the feed and they were so excited that that person took time out of their day to show appreciation to them. And then I think like the next day I had like four or five guys or they messaged me like pictures of flowers and stuff like that, that they were taking their wife that next day because they're like, you know what? You're right. I, I don't take the time to show appreciation to the people um, around me or I get complacent or I just get in this routine and I forget to give people the time and dedication that, that I should. And, um, and that was some stuff that I've experienced in my own life. And so to be able to have an impact or a reach like that was kind of unique and that's probably why I go on to some of those rants in general is just because, you know what, I, I see it too much and it's, we get lost in the hustle and bustle of life. I mean, shoot, we look around this trade show right now. I mean, there's so many people out here and they're so many, they're so focused on one thing or the next, they might forget. And uh, I don't know, if you if you come across something that, that touches you, you might as well talk about it. That's it, yeah. And if I, if I could make one person notice what they're doing or anything like that then i i did something good did something good. so yeah. And, and yeah and that i guess you could go back into the whole fitness thing where if you're helping somebody change what they're doing for the better for right. the better yes for the better um then you're making an impact and you know what if if uh if i got to put my face on something like that then i will just because it, it does it is good to make an impact to change to help people like change for the better help people notice some of the things that maybe they they need to work on so Heck yeah. it's kind of where it came from. It's a little more soft, humble side of me. And, but well, that's, but that's, I, I think it's good to expose that. Yeah. 
to be vulnerable with it, but then, you know, people see, you know, <laughs> Jeff, Moran, Jeff Moran, right? You know, the, the relentless right. hunter, um, it's, it's always that grit. And I think that that's important that you're able to do that. Um, some of them are funnier than hell. Like, I'm not going to bullshit. Sometimes I'm like, Jeff's lost his shit. <laughs> but, oh, but we're I, talking about, oh, the that one about the, uh, the story for... The funnier one, the funniest ones are when when you're rolling and you're just going, and you're just going, and you got the, the two dog kids <laughs> and the rubber maid stacked in the back, and it's like, man, this guy is just rolling. <laughs> I don't even remember what that one was, but uh, oh yeah, I'll I'll go on rants on just whatever I see. If it if it if it sparks a nerve, we're gonna talk about it. That, and but and that's what I'm. But I think it's good that we're able to be vulnerable, right? With all the with all the chest pumping and everything that we see, and I'm better than you, and you're better than me that vulnerability in my opinion is something we lack and I think it is self-reflection which is huge to be able to self-reflect and realize that you need to be in a place I right. mean, that's you know well and I'll give you I'll take it a little different route one of the one of the reasons I actually have gotten to a point where I enjoy doing some of those things and everything is maybe not even the feedback. It's the fact that everything that you see on social media now is the highlight of somebody's man, life. Man. And you know what? Life sucks sometimes. It, it does. does. And it's a it's a bitch. And you you get frustrated, you get down and you might be struggling like and all of a sudden, especially with hunters, they look around and maybe they're having a rough season. They look around and all these people are posting all their like their gripping grins. And it's like, that's not the way life is. It's not. It's not a highlight reel. And you need to be able to somebody needs to get out there and say something about it. Like, I don't care what kind of Insta celebrity or anything else that's out there. Big time celebrity. It's not all like unicorns and butterflies. No, and shit. not it's at not. all. And I'll be the first one to say that my life has been tough and I've struggled. And some days, like, I don't even want to get out of bed. I mean, straight up. And, uh, like, and going back to it, actually, like, I lost my family some time back. And I ended up getting my dogs back. And, and that was kind of a, a huge thing for me to help me keep going. Um, and so it's if – I, if I, I'll get out there and post about it. I don't really care because – Everybody else is going through it too. They Hell just don't yes. want to show it. Yeah, they don't want people right. to realize that they're not keeping up with the Joneses or anything but, like what's, that. But, I don't know why. It causes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's all part of our culture. That, it's just the weirdest thing to me. Like that's one of the things that I tr like. I would rather post my shittiest day on the mountain where I'm beat up, I'm sweaty, I'm ready to quit, <laughs> than yeah. yeah. Look at me. You know what I mean? It just. You know, and I talked to somebody about this not too long ago I'm like you know what I'm probably going to jinx myself right now where's the loot but I, I told him I was like you know what it, it would be good if I filmed a hunt where I didn't shoot something and that sucks to say yeah it does I don't want to <laughs> shoot something but you'd be able to see it and, and the, these guys now that go out there especially if they have a bigger name they always bring something back always and you know generally i almost always bring something back but it's not because of talent or anything it's just because i work hard right it's hard work i work my ass off and but if you if i could post stuff about like my actual we were hoping that when when i went on that hunt that we would have like a hot spot to be able to to talk about what was going on from day to day basis mm -hmm. like i get down i struggle i don't i get upset about it and it's not easy, and I would rather post some of that stuff to try and help people understand that, you know what, it, 
I mean, just everything in general. Well, I think you did, 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 I don't know if that was after the hunt or you were able to get signal, but I remember seeing it and you had posted, you know, you were in the rain, you were ready to quit. It sucked. It was miserable cold. It was a a picture, I think, of my head down and my head was down and my head was in my hands and and I I had just blown, I had just blown a stock on him, actually. (laughs) He he went down the next day, thank God. But um, I was upset because we were back in there like seven days. It hadn't stopped raining the entire time i was wet like my feet my boots everything and there's nothing worse than i mean you can't yeah you like you go to bed at night and you're still soaking wet in a tent 10 miles back in there and it's just like will you please stop like my mentally if there's one weather condition that's going to ruin my life it's going to be rain and i fought it the whole time we fought it for six straight days and uh And I had never seen that few elk ever on that hunt. I've been doing that hunt for 21 years. And generally most days I'll see 20 to 50 head of elk. And I, by like day five, I think we had seen like maybe 20 total. And I was really struggling. So I did post about it and I, I like to, I it's good, but then everybody still just sees, they see the, those photos and everything and me taking one out of there. And yeah, it's good to post those, but to go through the full flood, the full emotions of everything that happens. It, uh, that's the yeah. fun, but that's the stuff that <clears throat> those days provide the most growth. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're not, if we can walk in and arrow an animal, we, we wouldn't do it. I, I don't believe most of us would do it. Yeah, there's a handful of guys that just want to walk in, shoot it, and then done deal, right? But you're going to shoot the the smallest buck you see, or you, you're not going to worry about you know the cow versus the bull. But I think if we're out there chasing, I think we're chasing more than what's on your back to a point, right? You wouldn't go in that shit country and bust your butt. How deep were you guys going back in? I know when we had talked before, there was um, you were doing like crazy 17 miles of crap. Well, yeah, so we were like 12. At, the farthest we went this year was we we're 12 miles back. But I mean, we we're 12 miles back, but you got to climb. It's like 2,500 feet and drop 3,000 feet. Or no, 2,500 feet, then drop like 1,000. And then it's another like six or seven miles and then drop 3,000 feet. So it's not... it's rough and you know honestly it's funny that you say that because i will i will 99 out of 100 times i will pass on the first day i don't care how big it will if it's big enough enough, but (laughs) i had a bull a couple years ago that was in the 340 range i didn't realize he was that big and i passed on him and then he turned his head and i was like shit (laughs) fail (laughs) screwed that one up but um yeah i would rather grind it out for four or five well yeah once you get past like that day five mark then it starts to become a it's mental a chore. struggle yeah it's a chore but no that's uh I, it, it's not easy it's hard and that's part of the reason that i train for it and i get ready for it and it doesn't even even if i was going to go sit in a whitetail stand like that's still a mental battle in itself it's cold and it you're sitting yeah. stagnant Oh yeah, that, I can't, I that would kill me. That's a hard one. Yeah, that that would kill me. I so. I struggle with the thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a rough one, but no, and, and we we preach the whole gym and fitness thing for that, all of it in general, because it is the mental battle that goes into it, and uh, I don't know. We still enjoy it, and even if it sucks, it's it like you said, it's a growth experience because I can't. Like I said, I'm not the most talented guy out there. My bugle is not very good. If we went and grab one right now, you'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> and, uh, but you learn from every mistake. I mean, shoot, I blew it on that bull twice before I actually took him out. 
and uh, that it, each time I had to learn something. Like I, I had a panic attack basically the, after the second time. I was like texting my buddy with a Garmin who's a guide and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, I gotta, I can't keep going after this guy. He's gonna blow me out of the water. He's bigger than me, he's better than me and I gotta figure this out. And so it's always like, what? That tipping point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I, can't, I can't, we're so far in here. And then it was a mess because we ran out of water. We had to climb out completely out of water, dehydrated. We had to sleep on the side of the mountain underneath the tarp and it was cold. My buddy rolled it in the fire. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the things that make it. So what uh, what do you guys got coming up for uh, Build for the Hunt this year? I know uh, this year you guys didn't do the the new Hunter film. Um, yeah, it just so life in general. Like I said, I, I had some different things taking place, and I've had to move a couple different times. I moved up from Nashville to louisville kentucky and then from louisville out to boise and and uh my business partner was down in san diego and now he's in kansas city missouri so yeah so we um life has kind of spun us around and so we weren't able to 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 narrow things down with a new hunter film we're 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 gonna do it this year um but we do have that one will probably be produced in like december or something but we, we, we're doing trade shows now, so I just got back from the, the Harrisburg show. We have a show in Iowa in a couple weeks. Um, it looks like we're gonna sponsor an archery shoot out on Lake Tahoe this year, which will be fun. Yeah, you have to let me know about that one. Yeah, and then um, I'm traveling around. I'm probably gonna do a couple different tax shoots, but we're also gonna do some group events. Um, we'll do one in Boise. We'll do a couple other ones in different places in the country. We'll, we'll round up some of the ambassadors and some of the trainers and everything. We'll try and host uh, different fitness events and everything else. And then it, we're, if everything goes right in a couple of weeks, we'll get word about my bull going into a full draw film tour. So it'll be out. And so we'll make some stops with that. And uh, <clears throat> this year will be, uh, it's kind of hectic because we have so much I mean, we don't even have nearly as much as some of these other companies, but it's still a lot when we're relatively small. So, um, and then trying to get on podcasts and meet up with people and everything else. I've tried to catch up with a handful of people to redo old podcasts like this one. So it was good that you were here to do it. But uh, Heck yeah, yeah. Did you see that we're talking about the uh, the new Hunter film. Uh, Sammy was your well, that was your first new Hunter film. You saw right. she just uh, graduated uh, her fire academy. Right. Yeah. yeah. She made some major changes in her life too. Yeah. So she yeah. was living out on the ranch and now she's firefighter and yeah, everything else. That's badass. And uh, we've had a, a, a few people take on bigger roles in, in different aspects of life. And uh, I think part of that is to why, well, to meet new people is always kind of a unique thing with this. Um, and you meet a lot of like big personalities or, or really unique, like cool people um, in general. Because a lot of people shoot in my other job that I used to do the alarms and, and surveillance and stuff. I'd meet people that never even have been out of their hometown. And I'm kind of all about traveling and getting to experience life in general. And uh, <clears throat> to, to meet all these people and, and learn about them and watch them grow as they continue on in the industry and or just in life in general is kind of unique. Yeah. So. That's she was a good one. She, I was grateful for her. And yeah, Sammy's she a, she's a badass, man. Her, her, 
personality one, but her her mental in just going for something and getting it done. Right. I've always always respected and appreciated. So to see her do that, it was uh, it was nice to see that. I was happy for. Her. That's one of those things I preach a lot too. Is the whole like you only live once. You don't have a whole lot of time. All you gonna do go is look it. back and regret. Yeah. yeah. You might as well go and, for this uh, shit. And I've met a lot of people that say they wish they could have done something different in their life, and it's like you know what. If it's gonna, if you think there's a chance it might make you happy, just just do it. Go for it. That's it, so, man. Hell yeah. Excuse my language. No, it is what it is. <laughs> but man, I appreciate you. Yeah. It was great sitting Thanks down for with me you back again, on. man. And uh, yeah, we'll keep following along. Let me know about Tahoe. Will do. And uh, I'd love to do a home shoot, sort of home, yeah, close to home. It's close. <laughs> it's close, and that's that's a beautiful area. I I try and jet down there to go down to Tahoe whenever I can and and check it out, and it's. Uh, That'll be fun, and hopefully we get a chance to go do it. Good so. deal. All right, man. I appreciate right. it. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Follow and tag us on Instagram at Western Contours. Jump on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. We spend a lot of time preparing for our hunts, and how we fuel our efforts is key. Head over to ValleyToPeakNutrition.com, helping you perform optimally in the backcountry. The purpose of Valley to Peak is to provide sound nutritional information supported by science to help you prepare and perform optimally in the backcountry. There's no secret. This is done through education, coaching, and programming based on personal goals and preferences. Head over to ValleyToPeakNutrition.com or catch them on Instagram at V2P Nutrition.